You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your hosts, Peter and Steve. Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, along with Steve Gilbert. We're co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show. Presented by Roy Inch and Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company. Uh, we are the four-time winner of the Consumer's Choice Award, three-time winner of London's Free Press Best of London, and the London Community News Reader's Choice Award. Uh, we thank you for listening today and hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 9.30 as we'll provide you, our listeners, with some information on your heating, air conditioning, and plumbing but most important, the phone lines are open, so you can give us a call locally at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255, or you can send an email when we're on the air or not on the air to inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com, and we will answer your question. Uh, today, one lucky caller will win a free duck cleaning. So don't wait. Give us a call. Absolutely. So how was your drive-in this morning? It was good. Um, the uh, I have to hand it to the city workers. The plows were out, and uh, I come down Wonderland. Wonderland Road was beautiful. It was nice and clear. So except for the side streets yet, I'm sure they'll get to those today, but uh, the roads were good. And you've got a special birthday today. Yes. Uh, one of my daughters, Alexis who's in Grand Prairie, Alberta, is turning 25 today. So happy birthday, Lexi. I know you're probably not up listening to the radio show, but you should be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll be. We'll be sending it to you. <laughs> I'll send her the podcast, and, yes, she can listen to it, and she'll hear the shout-out her, her old man gave her. Well, and we also were fortunate enough we made the finals in the Reader's Choice Award. So we'd really like it if you could go in and vote for Roy Inch & Sons, a service experts company, in the following categories under business service, uh, heating, cooling, plumbing, and water purification. And under the shopping category, we're under the best customer service. Nice. So we'd uh, really appreciate it if anybody can log on to, uh, you can just uh, Google Reader's Choice Award London 2016 and it will come up and... Uh, we'd appreciate any vote we can get. We didn't make the finals for radio personality, but... Oh, well, you know, I'm a little concerned about you this morning, Peter, because your radio voice is not what it usually is. You sound like you're just not quite 100%. No, you know, and, and picture this. We're, <laughs> I got the flu. Great. We're now, sitting in a small room, yeah, and you're right across yeah, from I'm me. really happy about that one. <laughs> Tom, is there any way you can we can do this someplace else? Yeah. Uh, if we can put Peter in a separate little place, so... He's not spewing germs. Yeah, but at 6 o'clock, I wasn't <laughs> sure whether I was going to make it, but by 8, I had recouped enough to come in. So uh, <laughs> lots of phone calls. We'd love lots of phone calls. So Steve can do all the talking, and I won't have to. But uh, Okay. Yeah, I hope to get better. It seems to be going around the office. Everybody at the office has it. So I'm not coming in then. No. <laughs> now, you uh, spotted something that was going on in St. Thomas, a scam that was going on in our industry about air quality testing. Yeah, there was um, um, there was some stuff going on, um, some door to door stuff, and it's the same. It's the same thing, which is what's going on here with the water, with the with the Flint, Michigan scare. Uh, you really, 
you really need to be careful about letting people into your house. Um, so if if someone's not, if you haven't invited a service to come into your home and provide you with some information, uh, I certainly, these door-to-door tactics are running rampant these days. So, and people are taking advantage of people and um, you really need to be cognizant that they're not there for your best interest. They're just there to... Uh, sell you a product and get out the door and it's and most of the time or a lot of the time it's a product you don't even need so well and it was they were saying there was a new regulation in the government on indoor air quality and we need to go in and do a test to see if you so they were really being forceful yes in their tactics and we just want to let everybody know like you said if you're not invited in you didn't call a company to come don't let them in that's right just say, you know, give me your card, give me your name. If I want it, I'll call you back. That's right. But you don't, no need to let them in the home. No, it, and because they are very, um, they, they, they're working on the fear aspect of it. They're trying to strike fear in you and get you to react to that and make the sale a very emotional, fear-based buy when there really isn't anything wrong in the first place. Yeah. Now, we got a lot of, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of snow last night. And we got another 20, 30 centimeters coming today. Yes. Um, we had a two or three calls yesterday where uh, neighbors were very nice and they were snow blowing their driveway and they blew the snow right into the vents of the furnace. Boy, that, that'll, that'll work. Make good neighbors. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so um, we had to go out and clean those out and make sure they're fine. So what should people be paying attention to? Well... Most uh, most of your products these days, anything high efficiency is going to exhaust out through the side of the house, whether that's your water heater or your furnace or your your ventilation system. All those things will have uh, will have access outside the house, typically about twelve to eighteen inches off the ground. That's that's what the code says. We have to be a minimum of twelve inches on a day like you know this this when you get um, snow like this though, that snow will accumulate and in most cases will block those pipes. And if those pipes get, get blocked, your furnace isn't going to turn on or your, your ventilation system isn't going to work or your water heater may shut off. So it's very important when you're out shoveling to shovel off those, to shovel out those vents to make sure that they're clear. If you've got a very nice neighbor who's blowing snow and blowing your driveway, make sure he doesn't blow the snow right over top of those because you'll end up, your furnace just doesn't start. It's a no heat. And the, unfortunately the blowers they actually shoot it down the pipe, and that makes it even that much harder to get clear and get the furnace working again. Yeah, and then the same thing on a gas meter. We should be making sure that they're clear in this kind of weather because they have a vent on them that if something went wrong, that vent allows the gas to be released. That's and if right. it's plugged with snow, it can be a problem as yeah, well. Yeah, the gas company certainly wants you to not you not pile snow up on the meter. Yeah. So we'll we'll head to a break, but our phone lines are open, so you can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter and Steve. Welcome back. Uh, We're going to head right to the phone lines. And we have uh, Don on the line. Go ahead, Don. 
Steve, good morning to you. Hi. Um, I'm curious about the, the Radion scare, uh, Radion scare in St. Thomas, a door-to-door scam. Um, I, I'm interested in why we would need to have that type of testing done, and and maybe some of the services you provide for that. Yeah, um, Radon. Um, there is a concern in some areas of that, but it is not a widespread. Um, we do not do any radon testing, but I'll let Steve explain a little bit about it. Yeah, there are, there are uh, Don, there are, are uh, specialized companies that will do radon testing for you. Uh, there, there are companies that will say that they have a device that will test radon, but I would probably put more faith in the people that you can, uh, you can certainly find government listings for people that will do radon testing and they're certified to do such. Uh, radon only only occurs in the basement. Uh, we really don't have, I uh, haven't seen much of it in this area. I've only come across probably one home in London that I've seen have a radon e- evacuation system put in. But like, if, if you do have concerns, I would probably uh, look for a certified company, not, not anybody, not door-to-door who's wanting to do testing. Very good. Uh, uh, would that be at a, a site where at one time there was a, a city dump or something, and then uh, homes were built over that area? Or that is one of the one of the they have shown that that is a possibility where radon may occur. Yes. Okay. Okay. Great. I was curious, and thank you for that. That's good information. Okay. Thanks, Don. Thanks, Don. Good day. Bye bye. Bye, guys. And we're going to head right to the line to Helen. Hi, Helen. Go ahead with your question. Hi there. Uh, yeah, I'm calling for my daughter. Um, she uh, has a um, furnace when it comes on, her TV goes out. When her furnace comes on, her TV goes just out. flickers out, or does it? It goes out. Totally. It turns out. right off. Yeah. Well, that's a good way to get kids to stop watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I shouldn't got any, but that's true. Um, the only thing I can think of with that is if the electrical circuit um, that the furnace and the TV is on the same circuit, yeah, um, it could be interrupting the power. Oh, and then the TV thinks the hydro went went out and it shut off. Oh, that our recommendation is always to have the furnace on its own circuit. Well, that's electrical safety says it has to be yes. So, yeah. so it sounds like somebody's done a renovation project at some point. And just, uh, you know, grab the power from the furnace circuit to make it for the TV. Is the TV in the basement or on the yes, second? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. they may have to separate that electrical circuit for the TV on its own. I see. Yeah. It's, it's, oh. yeah, your furnace, uh, the ESA, which is electrical safety, Helen says that the furnace has to be on its own circuit. So when you flip it off at the breaker, that's the furnace circuit only. I see. Okay, so it couldn't cause a fire or anything, could it? No, I don't think so, but it, it's just an inconvenience. But, yeah. But it, it's when I hear that, you know, it's it's pulling that power enough to turn the TV off, yeah. then, then my recommendation is, you know, it's not something to wait for. I would get over it. Because get, ultimately, it, if, if there's too much to dry, it, it will trip the breaker, and then, then you won't have TV or heat. I see. Yes. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. No thank you. And we're going to head right to the next line is Des. Go ahead, Des. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. I'm uh, calling from London. I have a question about our furnace. It's about 25 years old, and we had the uh, Reliance uh, gentleman out to do a yearly inspection, and he's uh, letting us know that the furnace is uh, going on and off 
quite a bit, and that's because it's um, really old, and my wife and I are in the market of uh, buying a new furnace, and we just kind of, um, you know, I guess it's uh, like buying a house or a new car or something. It's a big ticket item, so you want to make sure that you're you're going to maybe get a couple of different quotes. And uh, the second part of my question is, um, I hear the government has a credit now if you get in a high-efficiency furnace installed. So, Des, there's a, a couple of things. If it's 25 years old, does it vent out through the side of the house or does it vent up your chimney? Uh, up through the chimney, yes. Okay. So there's a couple of different things going on. Um, there's a rebate if you put the correct furnace, like depending on the furnace you install, there's a rebate which is done through OIESO, I think it's, or it used to be it used to be the OPA, but they've changed their name. So there's a credit there, but... Also, Union Gas was put in charge of giving some funds out for going from what you have your standard efficiency furnace to high efficiency as well. You will have to have what they call an energy audit done on the house, and that is a depressurization and efficiency test. And with that, you have to pay for that service to be done, but with that, there's extra monies that you can get that will rebate you as well. But it's all furnace-dependent. You can't put in just a basic furnace. You have to put in a unit which is at least ninety-five percent efficient. Oh, okay. And and do you do you have Union Gas? Is that your fuel supplier? Uh, it is. Yes. They also have that's a program the yeah, out there. That's the one I was talking about um, as well. That that it's available. So you have the OPA, we call it the Union Gas, and um, we there it the government itself program has not been released. We yeah. We, oh, okay. We're not sure what that one will be. All right. So would my first step then be getting the uh, test done, and do I get that done through Union Gas or who? Well, there is there's actually your first step, actually, if, if you're going to get some estimates, you can, you know, you can pick whatever companies you want to come out and provide an estimate with you, <coughs> and they will also talk to you about those things. Uh, I certainly, I carry a couple of people that we recommend, that we refer to do those testings for you, so you can certainly... You can call me later at the store, and I can give you a couple names that you could call. Okay. No, that's great. That, that helps. Thanks okay. very much. Thank you, Des. Thanks, Des. Have a good day. You Bye. too. Yeah, and that, that's, you know, a, a big thing on a 25-year-old furnace. Um, you know, parts are going to be difficult to get. Yes. If it's already what we call short cycling on and off, on and off, that's that's hard on a furnace. So, um, And not very efficient. It's, it's probably... It's, it's, probably oversized because that's what we did 25 years ago. So there's certainly, you could be burning less natural gas and there's a lot of hydro savings that you can recoup from furnaces today. Yeah. And, and for sure in, in the union gas program, he'll probably get um, a new furnace and air sealing just by replacing the furnace. Absolutely. He'll, yes. He'll yeah. save a, a big deal on that. So yeah. uh, good luck, Des. Um, give Steve a call. He can definitely refer you. Uh, to that, and we want to thank all the callers, especially today when I'm not feeling so well. <laughs> that uh, we really, that helps me out a lot, and I appreciate that very much. So we're going to head right back to the phones, and we have Gary. Go ahead with your question, Gary. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. I have an inquiry about an air cleaner on a furnace. They sell one inch, and they sell four inch. And I was wondering, if you put a four-inch on, are you impeding the flow of air a little more than a one-inch? And what is the uh, the results or what is the benefits of a four over a one? It's a good question, uh, Gary. So um, really, 
all filters will have a rating these days. It's called a MERV rating, M-E-R-V rating. Oh, I've noticed that, yeah. yeah. So that <clears> number <throat> goes from zero to, oh, probably about 20. Um, so most ones you'll see in the store, which are worth putting in your furnace, they're like we, the, the least we recommend is a MERV-8. So it's a one-inch filter, MERV-8. You can't see through it. Um, it's, it's a good filter. Uh, the advantage to going to a four-inch, let's say, in the same MERV is you just have to change it less. So all those filters were approved to allow so much air through them properly so that they don't, you know, uh, do any damage to a furnace. But as they, as they load, we call it loading when it gets dirty, as they load, then the one-inch will load faster than a four-inch. Um, so you just have to change it less. But it, to me, it seems, well, I guess the surface area is more because of the deeper Vs on yes. the floor. Is that the idea? Yes. Yeah. So if you take that one inch and you stretch it out, it's, it, it might be, let's say, four feet long. And you take that four inch and stretch it out, it's probably 16 feet long. So mm-hmm. that's the difference. It's just greater surface area. I, I, I just keep thinking that the one inch, even though you're changing it more, you're not letting it fill up with dirt more. That, well. I, 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 that It sounds like it would be healthier. But I have another little question. I have a, a humidifier on my furnace, okay, and I believe it works as the hot air going into the house goes through that return hose and into the humidifier and then is drawn into the uh, plenum. Is that how they work? There is. Gary, can we get you just to hold for a minute? When we come off the break, we'll, we'll sure. answer that for you. Okay. Sure. So we'll be right back. We're just going to head to a break here. And again, the phone lines are, o- are open. You can call locally at 519 519- Six four three twenty two twenty two or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM nine eighty and online at am nine eighty. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now five one nine six four three twenty two twenty two or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. Now, once again, your hosts Peter and Steve. Thank you very much, uh, Gary, for hanging on there. Um, yes. Yep. We appreciate that. We were pushed up against the news, so we had to make sure we got that in. But uh, go ahead with your question again, Gary. On a, uh, a furnace humidifier, the humidity is going in the intake or the out uh, to the registers. It was just my question. Well, so what your humidifier? It's so it sits on the on part of the furnace. It's on the mine is on the intake uh, side. On, on the return side or the the side that pulls. The, Pulls air or yeah, pushes air? pulls air. Okay. So then you've got that hot pipe, which comes over from the part which is above yeah. the furnace. So what happens is your your humidistat says, I need moisture. Then there's water that is turned on, and it drips down through a pad, and then that heat coming from the furnace will blow through that and evaporate it, and then push it into the, push it into the system through the return side. To the return side. Yeah, and then it just... How does that, but how does that get by the air that's coming down um, going through the filter? Well, because it's moisture. That, that filter doesn't inhibit any moisture. It just, it just adds... There, there are some that, that are meant to go on the supply side, but most humidifiers these days are put on the return side. It, it's just that... Oh, okay, so, so mine is the air blows back up. It blows from the heat. The heat pushes from the supply side through the humidifier into the return where it's sucked and put back through the system again. 
but my humidifier is sitting above the uh, filter in that pipe there. Right. That's right. Yes, but the heat is pushed through it, and that's how it evaporates. So that wet pad... Oh, I I realize how how that pad works. It's just I can't realize how the, the cold air return is coming down by that opening, and the heat is coming back up that same space. Well, what's happening is as the, the hot air goes through that round, either metal or flex pipe, yeah, and it goes into the pad, it blows out into the return air, and then the air flowing by it picks up that moisture. And, but it's going down into the furnace. That correct. That's correct, yes. Okay, so I, what my question was about my uh, air filter, which is, this is going through that, I guess, isn't it? Right. Now, if I put it on too high, could I damage the the uh, efficiency of the of the filter? Would it get wet, or does it ever put that much into it? No, it, just that was my question. Yeah, it doesn't put that much moisture in. It's uh, it's it just you're, you're talking a small percentage that it adds uh, at all the time. But the only thing that that's the only thing that would put that much moisture in air would be a steam humidifier, Gary, and that's always done on the supply okay. side. I, I, just, I just had a concern. I mean, putting damp air into a, looks like a, not cloth, but that kind of a pad that right. would get wet and maybe not work as well if I... No, it it's cert- it's, you're right. The concern would be it certainly wouldn't work as well if that was the case, but um, you're, it's, it's normal what you are doing. Okay, okay. Yeah. That was just my, my question. No, it's a good question. Thanks for your help. Thank Thanks, you, Gary. Gary. Appreciate right. that. Yeah. Bye. Uh, and you had a customer in that kind of the same humidity thing at the counter this week, but they had had an HRV installed, yes, and they had ended up drying their house out too much. Right. So uh, HRV, which is uh, the HRV stands for heat recovery ventilator. It's a ventilation system, or we refer to it as a fresh air box or a fresh air system. So it's designed to take. Swap air. So it's taking air from inside the house and swapping it with air outside and recovering the heat. So the air leaving, the warm air leaving the house preheats the cold air coming in. That's the heat recovery aspect of it. So new houses today are built very efficient and very airtight and they need um, they need fresh air. So people will either open their windows, which really isn't efficient on a day like today or any time in the winter, but this fresh air machine just swaps air. The downfall of a fresh air machine is it will dehumidify or it will get rid of the moisture in the house because the air outside in the wintertime is dry, like very, very dry. So as you're continually swapping the air, you're drying the house out. So this couple came in. They had a new HRV installed. They've had it running on low speed, nonstop, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and now they are feeling the adverse effect of having that machine running all the time. It's drying the house out. So they were wondering, do I add humidity? And really, they just they need their machine to turn off every now and then. So they're, what I was talking to them about was we can put a different controller on their new HRV, which will allow the machine to turn on for 20 minutes on a low cycle, shut off for 40. Turn on for 20, shut off for 40. That gives them an air change just to freshen the air in the house. And if they have high spikes of moisture, there's also a dehumidistat there, which you would set to 40 or 45%. So if it went over that, it would go into high speed and get rid of the moisture. So I think uh, we're going out next week to put that controller on for them. And, And hopefully their house will recover and he will be able to balance that humidity out properly. Okay. 
Well, we head back to the phone lines, and we have uh, Connie. Go ahead with your question, Connie. Hi, fellas. Hi. Um, you had a call a little bit earlier about um, an energy audit. If you were thinking of upgrading um, a mid-efficiency furnace to a high efficiency. Yes. Um, is this something that's mandatory, like you couldn't just come in and put a high-efficiency furnace in? This has to be done. Is this mandatory? No, no, it's not mandatory, oh. Connie. It's just it's a, it's another option to give people if, okay. if, they want to, if they want to get some additional rebates. So, oh, that, it's just for a rebate then? Yes. It's, it's what we do when we're, giving, um, when we're giving proposals to people. We just provide them all the options they have, and that's an option for them to, you know, to get another rebate back on their system if they choose to do so. How is that completed? Is it done while your uh, furnace is working? Is it something they go through the house? How, how is that completed? It's, it's, called a, it's called a depressurization or a blower door test. So what happens is they put, um, they put a device on the front door and they literally suck all the air out of the house and go around and find the air leaks. Okay, so, so if you've got an older home, like a 45-year-old home, and you've still got wood windows where no <laughs> doubt you're going to, like, there's nothing wrong with them, they're not rotted or anything That's because right, they're all capped on the outside, but you can still feel air, right, coming in? Yes, yeah, so then they rate the house, <clears> and <throat> just by changing the furnace, though, you still would improve the efficiency of the home. Okay. Yeah, so they go through all that with you. Okay. Uh, but what we do as a company, we just we provide them with a couple of names. They can call and talk to those um, energy guys, and, and they can right. figure that out. Um, you mentioned once before when somebody comes out to do maintenance on a furnace, um, is there a way they can check your heat exchanger other than checking your carbon monoxide, um, what is it, input-output, when they put that um, tool inside and they measure what your, um, is it your CO2 tester? Yep. Is that the way a heat exchanger is checked? Like you don't clean them, right? Because they're in the—it's a carrier furnace, and it's in the very back of the furnace when you take the door off. Yeah, we do a visual <clears throat> inspection, which is not easy to see, no, right? They've got to use uh, cameras and mirrors and uh, you do flashlights. That? Yep. Okay. And then we also do the CO test because right. the CO test—if we get anything above the furnace, there's a leak. Okay. Uh, because it should be zero. So they yeah. kind of work on the two of those. And we also know from our years of experience, certain furnaces have a weak point in them. Okay. So in a lot of cases, we can look at the furnace and say, okay, we need to check here. Okay. Because that's where they always seem to go, and we can go right there and take a look at it. So the CO2 should measure zero, not in like a zero to ten or anything. It should no. always no, yeah. be zero. Any, right. Anything coming off the furnace should be zero. Always zero. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, thank you very much for your help. Thank thanks, you, Connie. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And the, uh, thanks, Connie, for calling in. And again, our phone lines are open at uh, 519-643-2222 or one 354-8255. Um, we had another uh, customer, lady, who had had her nephew, and this is sometimes I say when you shouldn't have a do-it-yourself or do-it, <laughs> but she had her nephew come in and replaced her toilet. And oh. uh, she called us. She just said, you know, I don't think it's working right. My water bill this month is $300 higher Wow. Than any other month. And we went out to find out that the toilet has been running all the time, every day, 24 hours. And we basically had to, you know, fix it and correct it. Um, but that, you know, let's say do-it-yourself job ended up costing her $300 more 
because it wasn't installed properly. So sometimes we think, you know, it's an easy job. We can do it. Don't worry about it. But if it's not done properly, it can end up costing you. I have a toilet story. Do you? Yes. Because, you know, I I tend to be a do-it-yourselfer sometimes. So I uh, was doing some stuff in the upstairs bathroom. had to pull the toilet. And uh, I put it back on. And no one told me that you you couldn't use a wrench to tighten down that back tank onto the toilet. And, yeah, when I was tightening it down and I heard it go crack, that was not really a very nice sound. So it ended up costing me a toilet. Yeah, and that, and that, you know we call it China. It's yes. like handling a China dish yeah. when you're when you're working with toilets or sinks or porcelain or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, so Dan the Godfather laughs at that story because uh, he uses it to make sure people understand that you know sometimes, like always, you should call the professional. Yeah, you've got a few stories we get to use. Yes, right? I know. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Right back to the phone lines. Here we have uh, Reg on the line. Go ahead, Reg. Gentlemen, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you, Reg. My uh, present furnace is 14 years old, and I'd like to know how much more efficient are the new ones. Um, well, it, it depends. There are um, I have at least four to six furnaces at my dis- at my disposal, Reg. So, what we do, we we come in and we just we sit down and do a little consultation to find out what exactly you're looking for. So, but you know, furnaces these days install anywhere from the from 2800 the most expensive furnace is around 6000 so we really we really get to sit down and figure out what you're looking for for your house no I, my furnace is still working i just like to know how much more efficient is a new one well it, the most efficient furnace that they sell today is 98% efficient um, so it really it and it heats differently it it works kind of like a car and cruise control so okay. it doesn't just fire at one rate it tries to only give the house what the house needs, and so it, it really burns less gas and burns it very efficiently. Okay, and what is, what's the brand name? Oh, there are several companies that have a furnace like that, so okay, I know... Okay, let, let me ask you this. Are there still furnaces manufactured in Canada? I guess that's my question. There's only one furnace manufactured in Canada. All other furnaces now are manufactured in the States. In the U.S., and could you tell me which one that is, please? Uh, Na- Napoleon. Napo- okay, that's, I'm familiar with that name. Yeah, that's they, the only one, and it's up north of Barrie. Yes. is where it's uh, manufactured. Yeah, and it's oh. it's a it's a they've been making you know barbecues and fireplaces for years, and just recently they got into the furnace business. Yeah. Okay, very good. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. Thank you. So we're just going to take a quick break, but remember the phone lines are open. You can give us a call at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, your hosts, Peter and Steve. Hey, uh, we'll head right back to the phone lines. And Joan, go ahead with your question. Hi, I live in a townhome and we do have electric heat. I do not intend staying in this place for more than another five or six years at the most. Uh, but wondered, with all the talk about rebates and stuff like that, is there anything I could do to 
uh, to improve the heating in my home. My last month's electric bill was $450. On an electric-heated home, Joan, there's a couple things you could, you know, you could put a gas fireplace in that would certainly help alleviate some of the costs. That's one way. Or um, Mitsubishi makes a product called a ductless split or a heat pump, and they run on electricity, but they're very, very efficient. And we have put those in people's homes and, and taken their baseboards out. So both are methods of, of you know, getting you off baseboard or radiant heat. Mm-hmm. So what did you say, Mitsubishi heat pump? Yeah, a Mitsubishi ductless heat pump or a gas oh. fireplace. And that will give you, the ductless heat pump will also give you air, air conditioning. conditioning. Yeah, it'll give you air conditioning and heating. So, okay. So yeah, and they're very popular these days. Okay, and uh, so I'd have to contact you all to do that, or yes, where do if, I? if you called the office at 681-2450, you could, you know, you could set up an appointment with me. I could come out and have a look and, and uh, explain that to you. Okay, and your name is? I'm Steve. Steve, okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Joan. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you very much for calling in, Joan. We appreciate that. Um, now, we did have uh, an email that had come in, and it was in from uh, Hillary. said, I'm wondering, I have a bedroom that is significantly colder than the other rooms. Uh, I have already had it insulated, but it still seems to be cold. Um, any solutions? Well... When I when I hear about rooms that are colder and they've been insulated, I I think of over the garage. That's a that's one that never seems to be warm enough just because of the environment. Uh, but most of all, I think of circulation. So um, lack of lack of airflow. Whether there's all all rooms need to have a except for kitchens and bathrooms need to have a supply and a return air these days. So if there's probably there's not a return air in that room. And if there's not a return, it's not going to be comfortable. The only way to make the room comfortable is to leave the door open and turn the furnace fan on and let it circulate. Then that room should temper down a little bit. But I, I really, I need to go out and have a look at it to do a proper assessment before I can really prescribe anything. You know, and, and it's kind of like you, if you take a Coke bottle, a, a two-liter Coke bottle, and you fill it full of water, that's what your room is without a return air, that once that gets full of water... It can't put any more water in it unless we remove some. Right. So in a lot of cases, we need to remove some of the air to put more hot air in to make it more comfortable. Yeah, it's usually a circulation issue, but I, I really need, I would need to go out and have a peek at it, though. So that hopefully that, that answers your question there. And again, we'll, you know, you can send us an email at any time at inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com, and we'll be more than happy to answer that for you. Yeah. Um, Milton, our best duck cleaner in Canada, he's been uh, out there busy working away, and yes. we should just mention don't wait to the spring to get your duck cleaning done. Uh, it is a very uh, busy time in the spring, so right now there's some great specials on. Um, if you mention that you listen to us on the Inch by Inch uh, Ultimate Home Comfort Show, we'll double the uh, rebate, so it's $15 off a of furnace tune-up. We'll double that to 30 it's $25 off a plumbing service call. We'll double that to 50 And it's $25 off a duck cleaning, and we'll double that to 50 So uh, by all means, make sure you get that booked. You are very generous. Yeah, I am, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I'm still feeling awful. I know you're feeling <laughs> awful and generous. Yeah. It's, it's good. Yes. So I do want to thank Don, Helen, Dez, Gary, Connie, Reg, 
and Joan uh, for calling in because that that sure made this go a lot easier. Um, and we appreciate that so very much. And remind everybody, if you can, to please vote for us on the uh, Reader's Choice Award. Uh, yes. We've made the finals in um, under the business category, under heating and cooling, under plumbing, and under water purification. And under the shopping category, we made it under best customer service. So cool. We'd appreciate that. And, you know, if you could put a write-in that we thought we were the best radio personalities and, you know, maybe next year they can add us to that list. But we it's didn't true. make it this year. It's uh, Valentine's Day tomorrow. It is. So yes. happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Yeah. And take some time and show your loved one how much you really care about them. And, and family day on Monday. Yes, and I'll be in working on Monday, but it's family day, and, uh, you know, hopefully you don't have any breakdowns over this weekend or on Monday so that you can enjoy that. And and be careful, be careful out driving because the weather conditions are going to be pretty nasty and, and, you know, shoveling snow, just you have to be careful about those things. Yep, and if you've got an elderly neighbor, give them a hand. You know, blow their driveway out or give them a shovel. Or... <laughs> That's kind of funny because I'm the elderly neighbor in there that needs the help. Before I used to do the, the shoveling, but now any, if anybody, anybody wants to come around and help me, I'm, I'm game. Well, and if you have a sick neighbor, you might help them out too so that they don't have to get out there and try to do it themselves. Tom, can you swing by Peter's later today and help him shovel his laneway? I think he has a snowblower, so I think, you know, it won't be too bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But um, we appreciate uh, everybody, and, you know, just take it easy out there. We want to make sure you're back next week uh, listening to us. And, we, again, we want to appreciate. Uh, hey, aren't you going to be away next week? I am away next week. I'm oh. in the beautiful town of Grand Prairie. Grand Prairie. You're going to um, stop uh, in and see Lexi for me. Yeah. I, uh, we the Canadian Women's Curling Championship. So That's I'll right. Going out for the opening weekend in the Sanders Smurler Foundation. Right. We'll be doing the telethon on Sunday. So if you're on uh, watching on TSN, please give. Very nice. We'd, uh, we'd appreciate uh, anything that you could give us. That would be great. So I, I have secured the Godfather for next weekend. That's good. Yes. I'll call in from Grand Prairie. But I, I <laughs> want you to call in from Grand Prairie. <laughs> But when we're not on the radio, you can, of course, reach us by calling in in London or St. Thomas at 519-681-2450 or in Sarnia by calling 519-786-2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS or online at RoyInch.com. You can listen to a podcast of this show or any of our shows at RoyInch.com and hitting the inch-by-inch inch button on the homepage. And as we say at the shop, life is hard by the yard, by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.